This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Libby is on her summer vacation, so it's you and me for the next couple of weeks. It's a treat for me for sure. We've been talking this morning, if you were listening to Breakfast Radio and just there to Maria Madden about the annual tradition that we've had at Queen's Park for over five decades, the Canada Day festivities on the lawn of Queen's Park. But this year, Premier Doug Ford has decided to cancel the Canada Day party at Queen's Park for two reasons. A spokesperson says they want to offer thousands of Ontarians free access to 10 different Ontario tourism sites and attractions across the province. And they say the Queen's Park event has not been that well attended and is expensive at between three hundred and four hundred thousand dollars and $400,000. What do you think? Is it a good idea to change it up or should tradition trump change? 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740. Joining us to discuss is Jason Leader, conservative strategist and president at Enterprise, and Ali Salam, senior VP of Public Affairs at National Public Relations. Hello to both of you. Jane, how are you? Hi, Thanks Ellie. Hi, Jason. Um, Jason, I'll put that question to the uh, to you first. Do you think it's sure. a good idea, given the reasons the Ford government is giving to change up Canada Day? I thought it was pretty creative. Uh, you know, and I, and I get the sense, you know, listen, I'm a conservative. I'm more predisposed to support the things Doug's government does than, than some, and there's other points of view. But I will say, I thought it was pretty creative. You know, I looked at the list of, uh, of, of these places across Ontario, including Toronto, the ROM, the Cinesphere, you know, putting, giving sort of 500 people free admission to those places, I think it's pretty creative. And I've, I've been to Canada Day at, at Queen's Park, you know, a long time ago. It used to be a big deal, and I, I'm told it was not such a big deal the last couple of, last couple of times. So I think it was creative. I think it's, I think it's not a bad thing. And uh, get some people talk, talking about it, you know. If, if you have to, uh, you know, and, and uh, with the fiasco that Parliament Hill had last year, I think, uh, you know, I've been in Ottawa on Canada Day as well, and, and I think it's not worth, it's worth a discussion about this, and I think this is a pretty creative idea, and I like it. Remind us uh, of what happened last year on Canada Day in Ottawa. Yeah, the Canada 150 celebrations up in Ottawa were just a mess. I don't know if you remember, but, the, you know, the, the, the government of Canada sort of invited everybody to come to Parliament Hill and help celebrate the... Uh, the uh, the big anniversary and Ottawa was essentially shut down. Nobody could get into there mm-hmm. for security concerns. A big crowd, you know, brings big security now. The kinds of you know, unfortunately, the kind of terrorist stuff that we've been having the last number of years. And and I think they just you know it just didn't work in Ottawa last year. Now Ottawa is a different kettle of fish. I'm not trying to compare the two. I'm just saying sort of after I saw what happened in Ottawa last year, I just I, I don't mind the idea of saying you know what you know if you lived in Thunder Bay for example, you know, so I think that they're giving free admission to. Fort William Historical Park. If you lived in Thunder Bay, what was the what, what was Queens Park? You know, five thousand people. You know, getting hot dogs at Queens Park going to do for you, right? And I think spreading it around the province isn't a bad idea either. Ali Salam, what do you think? Um, well, I mean, I'd say a couple of things. First of all, uh, impressed at how quickly Jason uh, tried to make this about the Liberals in uh, in Ottawa. 
But but what I will say beyond that is that um, you know I, I absolutely agree. Like some of these some of these sites are quite fantastic, and I think they're wonderful, including Fort William Historical Park, the Science Center, Science North. But I don't think those are really kind of the places that Canadians want to and Ontarians want to go celebrate Canada Day. Um, and I'll give the premier the the benefit of the doubt. There are numerous reports that this was decided long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but but where was that announcement? It's the week before Canada Day, uh, less than now. And uh, and so where was this announcement this whole time? And I think the government knew that this was going to be an unpopular decision. Tried to play the timing game, and then now they have to convince people that it's it's because they decided long ago it was about cost and not. Uh, because he got had a bad reception at the Raptors celebration. So right. That's the, real, that's the real problem for the government right now, that people are preferring to believe the worst as opposed to, you know, what, what sources are telling us was a decision that was in fact made long ago. There are other events on Canada Day in Toronto, right? We've got Young Dundas Square, Mel Lastman Square, Harbourfront, Downsview Park. So maybe, uh, Ali, we don't need the Queen's Park celebration. Maybe there are enough locations as well with Ashbridge's Bay and the fireworks and all of that and Canada's Wonderland for that matter. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt that it's not as central a celebration in Toronto as the Canada Day on Parliament Hill is in Ottawa, which just draws people from all over the country. Right. That being said, um, and I'm someone who's worked for both the Ontario and uh, federal ministers of immigration, there is a lot of important things that happen at that Canada Day celebration, including citizenship ceremonies that were always a key part of these events. Yes, uh, They're always well attended by new Canadians who are building a relationship with their country and their community. I think a lot of that is quite important for our social fabric. And, and you know, Queen's Park is seen as a central meeting place. Um, for people, uh, I'll admit, uh, it seems like uh, numbers have, have gone down over the years. I think um, it was mentioned that there were 25,000 people in 2009. Well, the premier has the power of convening people. He has the ability to say, listen, we're going to put on a great show for you. And, and here are the reasons why you should come to this party as opposed to deciding that we're going to not have this at all. And so so I think that, you know, to decide that Canada is best spent in a bunch of different other um, kind of sites and attractions across Ontario is an interesting choice. It's not a choice I would have made um, because I, I do see the value of having a central Canada Day run by the Ontario government. Uh, Jason, you know, two thoughts came to mind for me, and it's not so much. There's nothing wrong with changing up what what we've done. Just because we've done it before doesn't mean we have to keep on doing it. But two things came to mind. One is, is this another shot at Toronto? And two, even though they're saying that this decision was made months ago, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it is out of reaction to the whole Raptors rally. And they're saying that the decision had been made months ago. Well, I mean, on the second point, I, I just I don't have any info one way or another. I do take people, you know, whether it's a government I agree with or don't agree with, I take them generally at their word on this kind of stuff. If they did, it, I don't know the answer to that question. Sure. On the on the first on the first one, I would just say that, um, you know, a, a few months ago, and, and I think Ali, you made you made a good point in terms of like what people are willing to believe or will believe. You know, like for example, a few a few months ago, it was. You know, Doug Ford's going to bulldoze the Cinesphere uh, down at uh, down at Ontario Place, and sort of that's sort of gone by the wayside. Now Doug Ford's giving you know 500 people free admission to the Cinesphere on Canada Day, and mm-hmm. I, I do get I do get 
you know, that that, that people are, you know, I mean, if you don't, if you don't like the guy, I do get it, right? People are sort of willing to believe the worst. I'm not so, I'm, I'd actually rather they, you know, I I mean, the one thing that I will say is that without the corresponding free admission to a bunch of these other parks, I, I think it's legit to sort of say, wait a second, there's a lot of people who don't have a lot of money who sort of count on coming down there and, and that's their fun for the day and, and, you know, that kind of thing. They come to the park and they, they get some free, for some free gear for the kids. I think there is an alternative now. And, you know, I mean, most of those people, if you can get to Queens Park, you can probably get down to Ontario Place. And if you get down there early, you're going to get free admission. And, and the Science Center as well. And so, and I do take the point that, you know, it's a different idea. I think it's creative, though. And I, I really do think it's one of those things where, you know, <clears throat> a year ago, Everybody was saying that Doug Ford was, you know, sort of a uh, uh, the antichrist for for reducing the size of Toronto Council, and I don't hear many people talking about that anymore. And I don't fast forward five years, I don't think anyone's going to be talking about, wow, what a, I can't believe we don't have that Ontario place or that that Canada Day ceremony at, at, Queen's, at Park. Queens Park. I just, I just don't believe it. Uh, Ali, let me play devil's advocate with you now. Uh, it was only a couple of years ago that they brought in the giant duck for the. Um, for the big Canada Day celebrations down at Harborfront, and that was costing the taxpayers 120000 Now, what the Ford government is saying is that this uh, event at Queen's Park, which they say uh, has not been well attended in recent years, costs between three hundred and four hundred thousand and $400,000, whereas for $80,000, they can let 5,000 people in for free at different Ontario attractions. So what about that money-saving aspect of it? Uh, might that go over well with the Ontario public? Um, I think I think certainly there's an element to that. Um, at the end of the day, though, I think there is, as I was saying earlier, there's a there's a convening responsibility that I feel that governments have. Um, I think if, if Ottawa decided that they were going to cancel Canada on Parliament Hill, um, regardless of how long the lines can be because of security concerns that we have in this day and age, people would be in outrage. Um, and 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 I know in Toronto there are a variety of options. Um, and I know my family and I will you know be deciding what we choose to do now that this one's off the table. Um, but at the same time, I think there is a responsibility that, you know, cost isn't the only factor, especially when it comes to something like Canada Day, um, when, uh, when making a decision about, uh, how best to, how best to engage Ontarians and how best to kind of celebrate that civic pride that we all have. And so I think there, you know, perhaps could have been a better option still of, you know, working with some of the other sites or working, you know, through, uh, with the federal government or the municipal government around, Combining celebrations and, and whatnot, and I, I don't I don't have any problems with government offering free admission to uh, various other sites um, that have been mentioned. I just don't know that that's necessarily you know I don't, I'm not sure that Canada Day is the time for that. I think the Science Center is open all the time, and people are happy to bring their families there all over, all, all, all around the year. So Canada Day is about kind of civic pride and coming together, and this is kind of dispersing people. So. It's, so that's kind of what doesn't sit right with me. We have Zoomer radio listeners jamming our phone lines, wanting to get in on this conversation. But I do, just for a moment, if I could get uh, both of our strategists, Ali Salam and Jason Leader, to just hang on for a moment. We're going to go to the official opposition. Peter Tabins with the NDP, NDP MPP. Uh, he's actually the climate change, energy and climate uh, critic, but uh, your colleague, uh, the tourism critic, Pete, uh, Paul Miller, was not available. So we thank you very much, Peter, for joining us. Hi, Peter. A real pleasure, Jane. Thanks for having me. So what are your thoughts about uh, the cancelling of the Canada Day festivities at Queen's Park? Well, I, I was pretty surprised, to tell you the truth. Um, I, I, I've seen a lot of strange things. I didn't expect that to happen. 
I guess uh, Premier Ford just doesn't want to be booed in public anymore. And so he isn't going to be able to control the crowd there. Uh, he puts himself at risk of uh, having to deal with the public's real feeling towards him. Uh, I think every legislature should be celebrating Canada Day. It's our national birthday. We wouldn't we would find it very bizarre in the United States if uh, they weren't um, celebrating July 4th. And it's very strange here as well. Now, if if that actually is the reason, who's to say that all the Ford Nation supporters wouldn't come out on Canada Day to see him? I mean, they did last year and clearly they were at Ford Fest on the weekend. So, you know, there's a little there's a little bit of doubt on the whole booing thing. I take your point, And it was the first thing I thought of as well. Uh, but that that can't be the only reason they've canceled Canada Day at Queen's Park. Well, I, I can't see any other good reason for them to do it. We are part of an extraordinary country and we celebrate it on an annual basis. Well, we celebrate it more than annually, but there's one day a year when we do pay special attention to the fact that we're living in this extraordinary place. Um, yes, you're right. Uh, Ford didn't get booted for it fast, but my understanding is they were checking ID for people coming in. When you have an open event like this where you're not checking ID, uh, it gets pretty risky for him. When did you hear that the Canada Day festivities would be cancelled? Uh, sometime within the last week. I didn't. I heard it the same time everyone else did when we saw it in the newspapers. I didn't hear about anything prior to that. So would, would the New Democrats have members at this event? Were they planning to go? Um, well, I was not monitoring who was going to go and who wasn't. Uh, usually I'm in my riding because we have at least three or four Canada Day events happening. Sure. Uh, so I, I can't speak for the other members. So in terms of uh, going forward, uh, in terms of what's happening this summer, what are the New Democrats focused on? You have quite a lengthy break before you're back in the legislature. Well, we do, as a matter of fact, and certainly we're going to continue uh, shining a light on the damage that Ford is doing. We're going to be working with autistic parents who are trying to make sure the kids get the need that, uh, sure, make sure the kids get the care that they actually need rather than having to respond to this set formula. Um, dealing with the cuts to OSAP and the cuts to education because parents uh, in our writings and students in our writings are really angry about the reduction in their options for their education. It makes no sense to us. And obviously a number of us are going to have take the opportunity to go out and campaign for federal candidates. Okay, It's going to be a busy summer. It sounds like it. Well, we thank you for your time and for your view on uh, the Canada Day party that's been cancelled at Queen's Park. Thank you, Peter Tabbins. Thank you, Jane. Have a good day. You too. We'll get back to Jason Leader here, conservative strategist Ali Salam, a liberal strategist. And your phone calls, I want to know from you, what do you think? Is it a good idea to change it up or should tradition trump change? Should we save a couple of hundred thousand dollars and uh, allow free admission for about 5,000 Ontarians across the province? Or should we continue on with the tradition at Queen's Park? Let's go to Bob in Etobicoke. Bob, go ahead. Uh, um, I agree with them ch- making the change because um, from what I've seen happening just recently with the with the special interest groups, and I mean some very large special interest groups like the the teachers groups and whatnot, uh, I think they would ruin it if if he had put it on. There would have been all these people out there with protest cards and stuff like that. So it wouldn't have been a celebration 
So I agree with what he's done because these special interest groups, once he's done what he needs to do to clean up the the costs that we're we're enduring and the cost of operating this province, once he's done that, it's going to take him a year and a half more. And from there on in, when those special interest groups have licked their wounds and understand what's going on, then you could do it again. But right now, it would be ruined. It wouldn't be a celebration. It would be a hoot and a holler and and down with this and down with that. So I agree with it. Okay, and, Bob. Thank okay. you for the Thanks. call. And that, Jason, that's an interesting perspective. Never mind the booing. There could actually be demonstrators and protesters with placards at Queen's Park on Canada Day, which is something the Premier and the, and the Conservatives definitely don't want. No, I, I think it's a 100% certainty that there would be, and I think you know Mr. Ford is a is a controversial politician. There's no doubt about that. And there's going to be there's going to be protesters everywhere he goes. I mean, at his own party on the on the weekend, there, you know, had, there was 10,000 people there at Ford Fest, uh, and and for sure there was there was protesters outside. There was protesters sort of in the in the in the. But the thing is, when you're a controversial politician, Mr. Listen, Mr. Trudeau. Mr. Mr. Shear, Mr. Ford, Mr. Kenny, some of the bigger personalities that we've got here, they're all getting protested everywhere they go these days. And I don't think you can really hide from that kind of stuff. Although you really, I mean, we didn't chat with you about this last week, but uh, we were having panel discussions about the booing at the Raptors rally. I mean, that was definitive booing for Doug Ford and definitive warm welcome for Mayor Tory and for the Prime Minister. Yeah, I, well, I think you know downtown Toronto is 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 not exactly Doug Ford's uh, uh, you know bailiwick in terms of but yeah, but people know, but people were coming from all over. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Listen, yeah. I, you know, I, I've I've thought from the very start, and I think, and I think, Mr. Ford has an excellent chance of being reelected. I think, you know, if you went back to nineteen ninety six, for example, and said, sort of, is Mike Harris going to be reelected? He would have had the same, if not a different, response than than Mr. Ford did the other the other day, even more vociferous, possibly. And he was reelected with a majority government. And the question is whether or not, um, you, you know, this first year is always going to be a difficult one. You're cutting a bunch of stuff. You're resetting government. You're doing a a ton of controversial things. The question is, are you able to rebuild in, in year two, three, and four in order to get reelected? And I, I, I'm 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 not disagreeing with the premise at all. In fact, um, the question is, you know, just a few months ago, Mr. Trudeau was being sort of booed in all sorts of areas when he went out to do his town halls as well. He's re, he's rejuvenated his, his thing a little bit as well. It's not impossible, and it happens in politics. It is a hot button issue. This whole idea of whether we carry on the tradition of the Canada Day festivities at Queen's Park. Mark, uh, back to the phones here. Jane for Libby. You're listening to Zoomer Radio's Fight Back with uh, Deborah from Georgetown. What's your perspective, Deborah? Well, first, I think it's a great idea. Um, one, I'm not a big Ford fan. Two, I'm not a big fan of the debt we had for 15 years. But not everyone, like Ali says, can go to the Science Centre. This is great for people who can go. I live outside Toronto. I'm not going to go all the way down to Queen's Park. Mm-hmm. Ottawa's a different game. That's our Canadian capitals. I can see that staying there for tourists and everything. But as a person who lives in Ontario and pays taxes in Ontario, no offense at Toronto. It is not the center of the universe. Uh, neither is Queen's Park. But I love the idea that families can go somewhere else for not everybody can get down to Toronto. Deborah, what are you going? What are you planning to do on Canada Day? I'm going to be in my RV heading to Quebec. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's that's a Canadian trip for sure. It is. It is. I have family down there. But I and like I said, I'm not a big fan of Ford at the moment. 
but I like this idea. Okay. I like saving money. I like, I love the idea. All right, Deborah. Thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you. Bye-bye. And Ali, you know, maybe it's sometimes we're so rooted in our traditions that we don't really think outside the box. This is a different idea. Maybe it is worth trying for a year. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't disagree that it's a creative idea. I think Jason made that point very well. I think um, the challenge is that, uh, you know, it's, it's a great idea, but not necessarily a great idea, in my opinion, for Canada Day. Um, I don't, I don't see how, you know, folks going to the Science Center or Science North or other historical sites uh, around the province kind of has that same function of, of convening people for Canada Day. And so, um, giving, giving Ontarians and people, people in the greater Toronto area an opportunity to convene themselves at, uh, at Queen's Park, um, is certainly, I think, uh, you know, something that was worth, uh, continuing. Now, um, the other thing I would add is that uh, to the earlier comment around protesters and, right. and special interests, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that that would have been a major factor necessarily. I, uh, you know, Kathleen Wynne and Dalton McGinty certainly continued these celebrations on from Mike Harris and Ernie Eves. And, and you know, as we've said, for quite for decades, um, and no one was really afraid of protesters. In my experience, I've been to this. I've been to the Queen's Park celebration probably uh, four or five times over the years. And uh and, and I don't recall, uh, despite how unpopular a particular premier or their cabinet, uh, were at the time, um, any, any strong protesters or anyone really disrupting it, because I think there was an understanding, uh, you know, that this is Canada Day. It's not really the place for that. You can, you can get them on June 30th and July 2nd, but, uh, Canada Day is when we're, you know, when we're celebrating our country. And so, um, so I don't think that would have been as a, too big of a factor, uh, necessarily, but, um, like I said at the beginning, the challenge for the government is now that people are willing to believe, you know, believe things that, um, you know, may or may not be true, depending on when this decision was. But, uh, but that narrative is going to be a challenge for them in the coming months. All right. I want to get to the rest of our callers here on the Canada Day cancellation at Queen's Park before we change topics. Jack in Toronto, go ahead. Hello. Well, I'll miss Canada Day. Uh, I usually go to it every year, the family. At Queen's Park. Yeah, yeah. So where will uh, you go this year? Or you're obviously, you sound disappointed. Well, uh, I'm not really disappointed. I'm disappointed in the people going against Mr. Ford. I mean, he's doing exactly what he said he was going to do. And, you know, he gets booed because he cuts. He's a conservative. He likes to save money for Canada, for Ontario, whatever. And then everybody else gets a bunch of cheers because, you know, they give money away. Uh, yesterday I saw Mr. Trudeau at the Pride Parade there talk about giving money away. I mean, that's the only way to get cheers is by giving our money away. All right, Jack, thanks for your call. Let's go to Stephen in Parkdale. What's your perspective on this? Well, <laughs> to, to, to me, I, I think it's sad that it's become a political issue. Yes. It's Canada Day. It's supposed to be a celebration of our country, not a... Uh, feature whether you, you know, myself, I don't really care for Doug Ford, but doesn't really matter. It's, it's not about him. It's about our country. And if attendance has gone down, then why aren't you finding something to boost, to bring the guests or whoever <laughs> b- boost it? Right. So make it a better event is what you're saying. Right. Okay, Stephen. Thank you. Let's go to Valerie in Toronto. Valerie, you're our last caller on this. Go ahead. I firmly believe that Doug Ford canceled the festivities because he feared he'd be booed off the stage. And I also suspect that that was his reason for not walking in the Pride Parade, that he'd be booed every step of the way. So he's just making himself scarce. 
Well, it does bring to uh, mind, and thank you for calling in, Valerie. It does, gentlemen, uh, just a final comment from both of you, where he is going to be spending Canada Day, the Premier of Ontario. Presumably, he will be meeting Canadians, Ontarians somewhere that's yet to be announced. Jason? Yeah, I'm not sure what his what his plans are, but it is, I want I just want to go back to that the, the pride thing as well. And and you know I'm a big supporter of, uh, of 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 sort of gay rights and everything that comes with pride. I think is fantastic. Doug marched in the pride parade in in York Region a couple of weeks ago yes. and was well received. And and so I think I do I, I take that point. I just I, I think it's you know it's easy to pretend or for false narratives to get out there. And and the reason why he wasn't in that pride parade yesterday was not nothing to do with booing. It was because there's a standoff between uniform cops and uh, and the uh, and the pride organizers, and I think it's I think it's too bad that that the premier of the province, you know, couldn't have been in that pride parade. And I, I do understand, and I support the stance he, he made, but he was in the York York parade recently, and 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 I think that went very very well. So listen, I, I do get both sides of this one. I would just say. Um, Fast forward five years, is anyone going to be wondering where this, this event went? I really don't. The way it's been going the last couple of years, I'm not like three or four hundred thousand dollars is for five thousand people is eight hundred dollars a person. Right. You know, right. And, and so start to add up, you know, the cost of that. And I, I listen, I'm a civic guy. I, I, I would never want this to be canceled in Parliament Hill because I think it's a national celebration. I just don't think that's the, that it's that big a deal. And can you really sort of say we should spend eight hundred or a thousand dollars for every person that shows down up down there to for some balloons and hot dogs and, and, a, and a speech from the stage? I don't think it's a great use of money. Ali Salam, your final comments? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, to your to your point, Jane, I think we have to wait and see whether the Premier is going to be spending his Canada and, and what he's doing um, to, you know, to do his responsibility as Premier of Ontario and, and part of the Federation. Um, but I think, yeah, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt also on the Pride Parade. As Jason pointed out, he did he did march in a, in a different Pride Parade. And so we'll, um, you know, we'll, I think we can say that uh, he has demonstrated some support for, right. for gay rights through that uh, through that uh, venture. The challenge, I think, for him is going to be, you know, again, just getting back on message at this point when, when he's had a pretty rough week, I would say. I think most people say he's had a pretty rough week. And uh, and the timing of this particular announcement around Canada Day really didn't help things at all either, um, just because of the way that uh, the communications have rolled out in the last, uh, last little while. So I'm sure he'll be looking for a reset after uh, after the uh, barbecue season gets going, and uh, we'll have to we'll have to see what he does with it. All right, productive conversation. Thank you both. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much, Jason, leader, conservative strategist and president at Enterprise, and Ali Salam, liberal strategist and senior VP public affairs at National Public Relations. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.